and welcome to the After Bar podcast. Today I'm joined by uh, my usual cohort, Jer, and uh, we're interviewing a special guest today is Michael Silverbar. I hope I'm, correct, uh, I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> my my name is great, but, uh, but yeah, welcome. Thanks very much for, for coming and joining us. I suppose we're just going to have a little chat about your career, so might as well start at the very start. And What is your love for soccer? I take it you grew up in Denmark and it was fresh in the, the Euro winning 92 squad, so soccer is obviously very, very popular growing up. Uh, yeah, um, soccer is, is is popular in 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 Europe. I I've I've played soccer um, since I can remember, uh, and uh, and started in a in a in a small club where, in a small town where I'm from, and uh, and um, and just found it really fun and um, and and got a lot of good friends uh, playing soccer and uh, yeah and then all of a sudden there was a there was an opportunity to go to to a to a bigger club in uh, in the area and um, me and a couple of other guys from from uh, this club uh, made the jump to uh, OB Olbo uh, uh, where where I started uh, Playing my my youth years, um, if you can say so, um, the years that you can compare a little bit to to the to the university years here. Right on, and so you started playing soccer over in Denmark and playing basically a youth club in Storving, and then talk to us about maybe playing at Alborg once you got turning pro. Um, yeah, well, at the beginning when I when I went into uh, to Alborg from from Stowing, I, I um, like I said, it was just me and a couple of other guys from from the club. We went in there um, and, and 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 tried out, and uh, um, uh, so it, it was it was a big change because you, you come into this club that plays in the best league, so everything uh, seems a bit bigger and. Um, the players are, are already uh, much better, and uh, at that time we played. It, it was two years that played together. So, uh, so one year you were you were the older, playing with a with a with the guy from from that was a year younger, and the other year you were the youngest one playing with the the guys that was a year older than you. So when I went in, I was I was I was playing with those guys that were that was a year older than me. And uh, it was the first real challenge I had because it was it was very tough. I I struggled even getting on the team at the time, and uh, and um, and it was the first time where I really had to dig in and have to had to try and and, and um, do my best and and try to get better every day to to uh, to even tr- eventually try and get on the team. So it, it was a bit of a rough beginning, um, but. Um, the the year after, and we with the youth team, we won the Danish championship. And the year after, again with the with the other, uh, when you change the years with the teams again, we also won again. So it it started out rough, but ended out uh, really success, successful. And and me and uh, three other guys from the team was was put into the to the first team squad after that. So started training with them, and um, and then it started all over. 
you had to fight your way back into to the team. And uh, it was tough times. They had just a year before they became Danish champions and uh, the team was really good and couldn't get onto the team. So tell me about your debut. What can you remember about that special day? I, it was it was really, there was something called Intertoto Cup. Uh, oh, I remember yeah. that, yeah. You remember that, yeah? So my first team was actually in an Intertoto Cup game away against Udinese. So uh, pretty... Uh, Big game to 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 get your first uh, uh, minutes um, and uh, um, yeah it was it was like there was like yes uh, I don't remember much from from the game actually just remember the feeling getting on and uh, really nervous just got on ran a lot uh, and. Uh, and and yeah, and then I just remember coming back home, thinking now now I have now I have a shot getting into this team. And so over the next couple of months, uh, I I got I didn't start, but I got some I got subbed in in a, in a few games, and uh, and uh, eventually one day the coach pointed at me and said, "Are you ready to to play from the start?" And I said, "Yes," but. He said, oh, it's good, but but you're not playing your usual position. I'm going to put you on as a as a fullback. So uh, I said, I don't care. I just want to play. So my first game was as a was as a fullback, which wasn't my position at the time. So, uh, um, you know, you just did everything you could to get into the into the team. Yeah, I'm sure you would have done absolutely anything to get into the team. But I've heard about coaches; they just they just want to see what the young guys are made of, and they'll just throw them in and in a position, and it's either sink or swim. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think we had a couple of injuries, so um, I, and maybe he just yeah, maybe then it just was well, there were a couple of injuries, and well, let's see what the what the young kid can do. So being able to appear in over 105 games for Alberg, you were able to actually get the Alberg Player of the Year not once but twice. So tell me that feeling of being able to be rewarded from your coaches to being a Player of the Year at Alberg. Yeah, I was I was lucky at the at the time. You can say if if, if uh, because the, like I said, the team at the, the year before when when I was trying to get into the team had just won the. Danish championship and it was I couldn't really get in, but only a year after they 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 started selling out of that squad. They they didn't have as much money as they as as they used to. So so they took up some of the younger players uh, and we got a shot at it. Uh, like we were in the squad and got subbed in, and um, and um, the coach was really supportive of of, of us young players and. Uh, and really felt uh, confidence, and um, yeah, and then also playing well uh, and being from the area also gave like the supporters like that as well that, that the young kids came through and uh, and yeah, eventually it, 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 we just played better and better and um, yeah, it, it was just it was just a good time really. So when you were growing up, were you an Alberg fan? I was yes, uh, because that was the club uh, nearby. Um, um, but to be honest with you, uh, that was that was the club. Uh, but I, 
I really watched a lot of uh, Premier League at the at the time, so that that was that was the main thing I followed. I didn't follow the Danish Super League that much, but that was the team that was closest by, and that was the team that you supported. What kind of crowds would have Albury been getting back in those days? Oh, those days, uh, I came like when I still played at the club um, in in the youth department. Um, there was. It was there was quite a lot of people on the on the stadium when the year when it did really well and and won there were there would be like twelve fourteen thousand at best but but the years when I played I think the average must have been around five six thousand I think which is still not a bad crowd at all no no and the like the low games um, they were like three thousand but then. When we played the bigger teams, uh, it, it it would be a, a full stadium, uh, around uh, twelve thousand. Yeah. So you talked about watching more of the Premier League. Who was a player that you would watch in the Premier League and try to emulate yourself? Um, I I watched uh, Manchester United a lot at the at the time. You know, that was the time with uh, with. Uh, yeah, uh, Roy Keane and those guys. So, uh, um, he, I, I always liked that those guys who who gave it all, they all. Uh, so that was that was the kind of guys I looked up to. But there was a lot of guy, good players at United at the time. Eric Cantona played there as well. You know, he, he was he was special. And uh, but even before then, with uh, Kantelski and Lee Sharp, I don't know if it. Uh, it means anything to you guys, but uh, it was just a phenomenal uh, team at the time. Gary Pallister and uh, um, Dennis Irvine. There was a lot of a lot of players. Uh, who, yeah, my who, countryman Dennis Irwin. Yeah, the yeah. Full, most dependable, yeah. underrated fullback in the Premier League history. He, yeah, exactly. He he just went out every single game and 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 did his thing. So, again, when you were playing for Aalborg, as we said, you got player of the year. And then you got included in the Denmark squad and actually made your debut for the national team against uh, Scotland, I think it was. It was Scotland, yeah. Hampton Park. Also another big moment. Uh, Great stadium as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is a lovely stadium. I actually played there with the the youth youth team once, but that was without a crowd. So it was nice to see it filled up as as well. And... uh, no, it was it was amazing uh, getting in uh, and get your deb- debut and uh, um, really nervous afterwards because you need to make a speech and everything. Uh, but it was it was it was it was just a great experience. You know, you have all those guys you you've seen um, uh, on the national team that you respected so much. They were all there. Ebisen, amazing striker. Uh, Thomas Krawas and just an amazing uh, midfielder. They were all there, so you were, you were, you were a little bit uh, intimidated, but also very proud. Yeah, I can imagine. So, um, uh, people, st- I've, I've heard them saying before, it's very different when you get into a, the team hotel, and they, like you're on lockdown, and you're you're just with the guys, and everybody's like tunnel vision, and uh, it, it it can get a little bit boring in the, in the lead up to your game. Yeah, it's you know um, with the national team you, you you go away and you check in on the, with the hotel and and you're just there you know the, the whole purpose is is the game right so you, 
you go out and you 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 train then you come in and you eat and then you go to your room and rest and and then it just put on repeat so um it, it can get a bit boring but at the same time um, you know the guys are all great guys you know so so you sit and talk and and, and try to entertain yourself and there's always a good story so i it is it is the same thing that happens but I, but i never found it boring to be honest uh, um, but it is the same thing happening so i can see why other people would say that it's that it can be boring and So going back to Alborg, you ended up winning three Superliga titles. So what did meaning a Superliga title mean to you? Uh, I, no, that yeah, uh, not with Alborg. That was I. I, I went on to Copenhagen. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. If yeah, I um, yeah, I made a jump after, after. I think it was after three years, two three years. I made a jump to FC Copenhagen, and uh, and um, again, you know, it was every time you make those jump, you know, you 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 come to something that's bigger. It's it's always a, a little bit uh, what's going to happen now, and everything was just so professional. Every, everybody had like an attitude coming to FC Copenhagen that that you need to win, and and you just have to follow along as, as the best you you can, and. Uh, and uh, um, and it's it's really hard work, but at the end, if, if you win a title, it's uh, it, it's it's an amazing feeling. And the first title we won, I or I won with with Copenhagen, it's it's probably the best the best one. It's like the first time you you achieve something that you worked really hard for is 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 like a like a milestone. And it's it was just uh, it was just a crazy day because it was um, uh, it was it was. A, it was the, we won. We won in the last game, um, and we came out. We needed to win to, and then if we won, we would be sure of the title. Brøndby, who was our main rival, was was second, um, and they started getting one 0 behind, and we got up two 0 and then by halftime, we had we were at two two, and Brøndby was leading, and and at the halftime, Brøndby was the was was the champion, and he had to get out. To the second half, and you knew you had to 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 win the game. And uh, yes, scored another goal in the second half, and you know you felt all those nerves, and the stadium was packed, and and you didn't know if you should go for another goal or you should try and defend it. And um, and then towards the end of the game, and we scored four-two, uh, and and everything was just let loose, and uh, it was just a big party afterwards on on, on the field. Yeah, uh, FC Copenhagen was probably one of the biggest teams in Scandinavia. It's funny when I was doing a little bit of work, research from this. I couldn't get over some of the crowds, like you're saying, Pack Stadium, for your games against Bromby of like 40,000 plus. Like that is an absolute massive attendance. That's a big, big club. Yeah, yeah. And it was a big, and it, it is still a big, big rivalry uh, between the two clubs. It's like a derby. We, we, in Denmark, we call it the new firm. Uh, not the old firm, uh, but the yeah, new firm. Yeah. Uh, so, and and there's always crowds, forty thousand in in the FC Copenhagen Stadium and thirty plus in Brøndby Stadium. So it's 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 massive games. Would it that been a, a 
Oh, I was going to say no, no, no uh, I'm mistaken. Uh, I was going to guess at your coach there, uh, but never mind. But uh, w- when you were at Copenhagen, you had you were there with some very good players uh, who've went on and, uh, and and played elsewhere in Europe and had some big nights in European competition, which is probably a, a lot different to what you were at at Aalborg. Didn't you make it into the Champions League? We did. We did make it into the Champions League. Um, we. Uh, we beat Ajax to go through to the to the Champions League, and um, got into a, a Champions League group with uh, Manchester United, uh, Benfica, and uh, Celtic. So a, a really good group. Um, yeah. And and um, and walking out to to that uh, anthem, uh, the European uh, or the Champions League anthem is 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 it's just an amazing feeling and. Uh, and we did do some really good results. We didn't lose at home at all. We actually managed to get seven points beating both Celtic and United uh, at home. Uh, and, and But unfortunately, it wasn't enough to, to, to go through uh, to any other stage. But it was, it was some big, big nights. And, uh, and yeah, Old Trafford was... was was just crazy because we met a team uh, that was with Ronaldo when he played at United, um, and Scholes and uh, and um, and uh, yeah, all those guys. So it, it was a really tough game. We could have lost, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's something magical about a European night, isn't there? Yeah, it is. And 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 then. Playing Champions League at Celtic Park is probably one of the best experiences I've had uh, ever with with the crowd. It's just so loud and and uh, them singing "You'll Never Walk Alone" is uh, actually gets a bit under your skin. It's uh, it's 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 amazing to hear. Would that be one of the most intimidating atmospheres you've ever played in? Um, yes and no. It's intimidating because it's so loud, and uh, and uh, and you, and it was a Champions League game, so you knew what what's on the line. It it was so loud you couldn't you couldn't yell to to your to the guy next to you, even though he was only six feet away. You couldn't you couldn't hear what he what he said. It's it's that loud. Norm, normally, I don't you don't hear see the crowd that much. You get like in like you say tunnel vision. You are focused on on the game. But that evening, I I could hear them, and and it is a bit intimidating. But it wasn't hostile, not 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 like uh, playing in. We played in Jerusalem as well, uh, the crowd and in Turkey, and 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 those crowds are, are way more hostile. They're they're like they're really against you. They will they will throw things at you. Um, uh, in the worst you get in uh, in. In Scotland and England is, is a wanker, but I I, <laughs> I, I, I can live with that. <laughs> oh yeah, so being able to play, like you said, in a Champions League group stage and play against a young Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, that must have been you know an unbelievable feeling for you to play against United, the team you watched in Premier League, go to Old Trafford, and even beat them in your in your own building. That must have been a satisfying thing for you to say that. I beat a team that I grew up watching. Yeah, it is, and 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 and. But the thing is, you when you're in it, you know, it's 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 you're just in it, and and it's it's only a little bit afterwards you 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 finally realize how how big it was. Yes, you were proud, and yes, it was a great evening, 
But afterwards, when everybody else that was there that night say it's it's one of the the best nights in uh, in the history uh, of of the club, uh, it's one of the best nights they've had in in the stadium and and and, and so on. You know, it's you kind of realize how how big it was and how much it it meant to to other people as well. And 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 that's and that's makes what's make you makes you proud because yes, you play football. Uh, because you think it's fun, but you also do it for people that's uh, that's understand and, and the fans. You know, you you're in it together, and and, and when you can have those feelings uh, with each other, it's 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 amazing. Um, and and I've been lucky to have a couple of, of of those nights. I have a I have another one if if I may jump now uh, down to to Holland uh, because after from from FC Copenhagen I, I I changed to Utrecht down in the ES Divisi uh, in in in, uh, in Holland and and we also had a magical night there going into the Euro Europa League um, and we against Celtic we lost two 0 at Celtic Park and and then a full stadium twenty five thousand at home uh, against Celtic down two 0 and. Uh, Ended up winning that game four 0 was also another magical night. Yeah, that sounds great. If we can bring you back to, because it sounds like FC Copenhagen, okay, things are going very well for you. you. You've you've got yourself set up in the national team as well on that side. What what made you jump ship to to, to Holland? Was it just to try and prove yourself abroad, or? Yes, I. You know, the more you you play and the more you achieve, the more you. You wonder can can I can I make it in in another European country in a, in a, uh, in a uh, can I make it another in another place you know so um, so going from 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 uh, Copenhagen to 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 Utrecht uh, some may say that's that's that change you uh, is that Copenhagen is a bigger club than Utrecht. But at the time, what I said, I'm not changing FC Copenhagen for Utrecht. I'm changing the Danish Superliga for for the Eredivisie, and um, it's, it was a much stronger league than the Danish uh, at the time. And uh, and you had and like you say, you know, I was wondering, can can I prove myself in in, in another another league? Yeah, you played with some very good players there. I was actually looking Ricky Vans Wolfswinkel and uh, Mertens and Stroopman, who went went on to have great careers. Uh, I saw some some really good players have come through Utrecht. Yeah, no, we had a we had an amazing team, um, especially the year when we got into into the. Europa League. Uh, obviously, Dries Mertens was 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 an amazing player. Uh, uh, often did that extra thing that that made us win some of the games. But we also had Michel Form, uh, goalkeeper, went on to Swansea, and um, I think he's now backup keeper at uh, at Tottenham. Uh, and, and we had national team players from from Belgium. Uh, from yeah, from Holland, from from Romania, from uh, um, um, Ghana, uh, Nana Sara, who who was also a big player. There's there's a lot of lot of big players coming through at the time. Yeah, and Perry Maguire, who I know a little bit. We're trying to get on here as well. I think yeah, he, yeah. I think he partnered partnered you in centre midfield, didn't he? 
Yeah, he did. Barry was a little bit in and out of the team at the time. It, you know, as it was, a, it was a strong team, but he actually scored one of the goals against uh, Celtic and at uh, on that night. So he can tell you much more about that uh, if you get him on the show. Which it was amazing and uh, good kid. We had a lot of kids, young kids coming uh, coming through at the time, and Barry was was one of them. And uh, and. Uh, Tried his best, and yeah, I believe he now plays out in Asia and 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 are doing uh, Singapore, Singapore, yeah, and uh, and are doing well. Uh, so um, yeah, I hope I hope he's doing really well. I'll tell him you're asking for him. Yeah. <laughs> so being at Utrecht, you got the honor to be captain of the team there. What was that like to be able to take on a leadership role, being the captain and being able to be a leader towards those younger players you talked about? Yeah, it was it was amazing. Also, as a, as a foreigner, uh, to be embraced uh, to in that way that they asked you to to be the captain of of the team was was it was a very big honor, something I took very seriously, and um, 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 yeah, it's just a big honor. I was lucky. I had a lot of uh, good players and a lot of. Uh, other strong personalities uh, in the squad. Uh, there were other players who'd been there a long time who, who helped out a, a lot. So um, I wasn't, I wasn't doing it all on my own. But it's it's just a very big honor to 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 wear that armband. Yeah, what was the standard of the league like uh, in Holland? Because we obviously always hear about the big three, but I believe that there's a lot more quality in that league than given it, it's given credit for. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I I just believe it, it was very very strong when when, when we were there. No, it, obviously it's not Premier League and it's not the Bundesliga. But the Ajax team I played against when I was there was was still with uh, Vertonghen, Vermalen, Suarez, um, just to name a few. Stegelberg and Go. Um, it was it was a very very good uh, good team. Uh, Klaas Jan Hundela. So, so it was a very, very good team, um, and being from or being at Utrecht at the time, that was the rivalry game. Uh, Utrecht against uh, Ajax was was the big rivals at the time. So it was always uh, packed and a, and a special atmosphere playing against uh, against them. So you move on from Utrecht after three years, and then you move on to Young Boys. What was that like? Um, it was it was um, it was it was great and not so great because um, at the time you know um, I was looking uh, should I stay should I do something else and then uh, young boys came had a lot of ambitions uh, wanting to try and become Swiss champions I was I was thinking it could be kind of fun to try and see if you can win something again and they were really prepared and. Um, uh, and watched and watched me a lot, so I thought it would be a really good move. Um, um, but then before I I started up, the coach was fired, and the new coach came in, and uh, and everything was was changed a bit. Um, we were still trying to to see if we could become champions, but we disappointed by not becoming champions. Um, but I, I realized that it was never really a possibility. We, we were good, but we were not as good at FC Basel at the time. They had a really good, uh, a really, really good team. 
um, led by Shakiri and uh, uh, Fry. Um, some, uh, so um, we're not good enough. Uh, I think we finished a joint second, um, but it was a little bit of a disappointment trying to uh, they, because they invested and tried to 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 win the league, uh, and then and then coming back from from that first year, um, I could feel something was different, and and they were kind of uh, um, trying to to um, um, build an another squad, uh, and 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 I could feel that they didn't count on me as they did before, so I. I ended up being, uh, yeah, not yeah, not playing any playing that much anymore. Yeah. Uh, again, just moving on country again. I'm going to ask about that because you never really hear much about. It. Like I know about Basel because they've had some great European nights. But generally, what's the standard of the league like? Oh, the Swiss league. Um, it, but it's 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 funny. It's 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 the same. But there's always like cultural differences. You know, Scandinavia is is. Where I played it, uh, growing up, it, it's it's very tactical because you don't have that many um, individual players that are that are that are really really good. You have a few, but you don't have the numbers that you can produce in in, in Germany and France and stuff. So, so it's all based on cooperation. So it was very tactical uh, and uh, and uh, being in a zone defense. Coming to Holland, that produces a lot of individual talent, uh, and playing a little bit more man to man. So that was a cultural difference I had to overcome at the time, changing it up a little bit, and and then going to Switzerland, which is maybe a little bit in between the both. Uh, they also produce a lot of really good individual players and have a lot of uh, influences from. Different countries um, from Italy, from France, from Germany, um, which are also like languages that are spoken in in Switzerland. Um, so the league was was really good, and and uh, and, and I, I think it would. I don't know. It's hard to to list the big five, and then you have like a couple of uh, uh, countries after that that that. That are good and 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 are competing just underneath the big five and and that is Switzerland, Holland, Belgium, uh, and, and those countries. Uh, so so they're good. Uh, it's 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 a it's a very good level. All right, that's 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 it's interesting to hear. And also, I suppose culturally, what was the favorite? Which what was your favorite country to live in as a person? <sighs> It's it's uh, it's difficult, you know. Um, sometimes what you remember is, is is not exactly how it was, you know. In Utrecht, it was lovely. We lived a lovely place. I I I love the city still, and and uh, and we had it really really good. Um, even though Switzerland, like um, uh, like with the sport, didn't go quite the way I, I was hoping for. Switzerland is an amazing country to live in, and and very very beautiful. Uh, so I, I've I've been lucky. I I feel also coming over to Canada. I I feel so lucky the places that I've lived that 
that uh, they have all been 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 lovely and 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 beautiful. I, it's it's really hard to pick one place that was better than the other. Okay, so basically, moving from Young Boys, you end up going to BLBN and playing there for a season as well. How did you find you know switching teams again, playing still in the Swiss League? Um, yeah, um, it was after a time where I was put in the second team with uh, with Young Boys, and, and uh, uh, I was uh, I was just. I was wondering what what I should do at the time, and I was thinking, um, yeah, what, what do I do here? And and I was just thinking, okay, let's just try and help those kids that are in the second team, try and see if they can make it into the first team. So so I took it very seriously, being in the second team. But at the same time, I was thinking, no, I I I still think I want to play at a higher level, which was the reason why I I, I moved to uh, to be and. Um, then coming to Beal, uh, and I played at a higher level again, and it was fun. But something was, something had changed, and uh, and that's why I only played there for one season. I, I I just didn't find it as much fun as, as I used to, and and so I was thinking it's probably better to to stop now while while you're ahead. And so going into the to the second season, I I asked the coach. Uh, if if I could if I could, do, if I could do something else for him, um, if I could help him in, in, in some other way, because uh, I, I wasn't sure that I um, that I wanted to be a player anymore. They kind of Beal had kind of hinted it themselves that it would be okay if I wanted something else. So I was starting to think about what to do, what not to do, and I ended up walking into the coach's office and asked if 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 he could need my help in in, in another way and, and and I think it was because I was put in the second team and I felt the joy now with with seeing those young kids trying to to live out their dreams now um, and and I felt really inspired by that which was the whole reason why I went in there and asked and why I, I thought why not see if coaching is, is something you want to do as well so yeah, once you started coaching, I take it you started to love it, yeah. And this is what your career wanted to go towards now. Yeah, yeah, I loved it, but at the same time, the first year was was still a year, you know. When whenever whenever somebody was missing in an exercise, the coach was still putting me in in some of the exercises. So I still get to play a little bit. So I I probably got a little bit of the best from from both worlds. Uh, I, I still got get to play and uh, not the games, but that didn't matter anymore. So the training was was still fun and uh, and then also starting out trying to to learn coaching, uh, which is is something completely new. You have to start all over again. And but I enjoyed it as you said and uh, and started taking my my coaching badges right away and um, and just wanted to, to see if if. Um, just at least said I'll, I'll give it a year, see if it's something uh, for me, and then after that year, I said yes, I I I, I want to continue. And then you moved on to uh, I was going to Lucerne, Lucerne, Lucerne. Yeah, uh, it was a bit forced. Um, it was a bit forced. Uh, Bill, unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah. What do you call it? Bankruptcy. It didn't have like it. Uh, 
folded or yeah. folded. Yeah, they didn't have any more money to to play their to pay their players and staff, and uh, so the team got scattered um, everywhere. And I was I was wondering like, oh no, what now? What should I go back? Should I not? But then I was was fortunate enough that the team from the from the best league, Epsilon Luzern, uh, came came calling and uh, and and asked if I I wanted to 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 go there and, and help them out. And so so you moved over there for that season. And so, what was it like for you to be a coach over there? And did you ever have that? itch to want to still play or were you consent at that time just to be the coach no i i i think because the way it, it happened you know i get to play a, a year where i was still wondering if 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 this was still for me you know i was i was okay with the with it all ending i have you hear a lot of players still miss miss the games uh, I have from day one been okay with that. I sometimes miss the, the the locker room because that's a special atmosphere, but the games, no, that 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 has been that was okay with me. How many languages do you speak? Uh, how what? Yeah, how well? Uh, I, yeah, because I'm just wondering about when you when you're coaching in Switzerland, because as you said that there's. There's many different languages between these clubs. So, like, are you coaching through French? No, I, I German. German. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, they they speak Swiss German. That's kind of an accent. I understand the accent, but um, I don't speak the accent. So I I always spoke High German back, which which is okay because it's just an accent. So you can just have to learn the accent and and understand it, and then you can speak. Then you can. Then you can do it with German. I, I do understand a little bit of French because Biel was on the border of, of the German French part, but I don't. I wouldn't say I, I speak it. Yeah, and then obviously English, the Scandinavian countries, and then uh, yeah, and then I, 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 then I spoke Dutch fluently. I, I don't think I do it fluently anymore, but I do understand Dutch, and, and I think I would be able to relearn it within a month or two. You're making me feel embarrassed. I think you speak English better than I do. <laughs> Just a heavy accent, right? <laughs> I have to run to the bathroom. I'll be back. Okay. So, okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on to I suppose the Canadian content and the the birth of the Canadian Premier League and Pacific FC. How did that come about? Yeah, um, I, I I played with a couple of Canadians uh, through my 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 time in in, in Europe, and one of them was Just Simpson. One of the owners of Pacific yeah. uh, kept in in, uh, in contact, and he knew I was I was taking my coaching badges and and, and so on. And um, he asked if, if I wanted to interview for the job, and um, and I and I said yes, and uh, had an interview, and came back offering the job. And uh, I was thinking uh, that that may as well be the be okay to be the first time trying to to. To stand on your own as 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 a head coach as well. So um, and again, you know, uh, it was it was also uh, an, another time to 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 see another country and uh, another culture, which which was also intriguing. So I, I found it very interesting. And what did you think of the Canadian Premier League's first season? Because 
from the outside, it was it was set up a little bit weird with the seven teams, and then you've got the different stages of the competition. What was that like for a coach? Yeah, it it, it was it was a bit strange, but to be honest, I I, I think they did a great job with with, with what they had. You know, uh, coming over here, you know, you know, it's a big country, but you don't realize it before, until you're here. Like like the logistic is just a nightmare over here. So there's a lot of things that the, the Premier League had to overcome. And uh, and uh, honestly, I I I I th- I think they did a really good good job with it, and I think the quality uh, that was played was 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 better than than what you could expect of of a first year league. Uh, um, so I I'm actually very proud. I I I th- I, th- I think they did a really good job uh, doing it. No, I think it was a very good first year as well. And now with the with now that they've got uh, Atletico Auto in eight teams, it, it should go a little bit better. Obviously, that helps a lot. Uh, that helps a lot also with the schedule, make it more even, and and making maybe the competition a bit more fair as well. But you know, uh, so it will only grow from here. It it, it will only get better. So. And hopefully, in a couple of years, it it, it, it will have grown even more. And and uh, and yeah, Canadian football is, is on a really good path. You know, now you maybe have a pathway for, for for some of the younger players to go through that that didn't have that before. And then you have the young Canadian making a stand for themselves all in Europe uh, with Davis, uh, um, obviously uh, one of them, and and uh, playing in one of the biggest clubs in the world, which would could probably lead the way for, for, for some of the other players, but you have players playing in Belgium, in Scotland. So um, I, I think you will see even more. And now you have the first first player also from the Premier League going to, to Holland. So it'll be fun to see, see how that goes. So I, th- I think uh, let it grow a little bit and, and it will only get better. Yeah, you mentioned something there about the traveling as well. Like, I'm sure it's hard for a coach when you're taking a team from Pacific FC, which is on the far side of the country, and you're bringing them all the way over to Halifax for a game and back again. Yeah, it's 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 it was new for for me as well. I had to learn learn that as well, and um, and, and you can talk about it, but I think you have to experience before you you really know. And and in Europe, you have one way of doing. You kind of have a rhythm in within the week, but over here, you know, because of the distances. It can always be done that, that way. You have to, to set up your schedule a little bit differently. Um, so that was a good learning process for me as well. You know, seeing something different, thinking about different things as well. Um, so that was definitely something that uh, that I that I learned a lot from as well. And um, but at the end of the day, that's the size of the country. That's how it is. So just have to get on with it. That's, you can't change it. Right. And so when you were traveling, you know, across Canada, what would be like, what were the destinations that you were looking forward to on the schedule? And then when you arrived at those destinations, you were able to look around at the places that you coached at and went, you know, this is a potential big spot for soccer here. Yeah. yeah. I, I think there's a few. I think, uh, I think um, um, 
they obviously Pacific, I, th I think, have something that can grow into to something uh, bigger. Uh, they have, have have to tweak it a little bit and, and, and find their, their way. And, and I think it, that it will be, be good for them. But Halifax was just amazing. That the crowd support and 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 the, the stadium filled and, uh, and 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 people liking it, uh, li liking to go to the games and, and and so that was that was that was that was amazing place to to be. Um, Valor had amazing support. Obviously, the stadium was so big that it didn't look like it, but the crowd was 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 good. It was a lot of people going to each game, and then you had. I had um, um, Calgary and 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 Forge leading the way with with the with the with the soccer, but also starting to create a fan culture, right? So it's it's um, I, th I think something is it's growing. It's it, it it will only get better. Now you have uh, Atletico who's 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 helping out and uh, and and I I think it's good. I think I think there's room for. For a team there, I think there's room for for more teams that uh, should be able to get another team in in, in Montreal, maybe also in you know, out on the prairie. And uh, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it, if if at one point that Toronto and 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 Vancouver can carry another team. I think there's there's definitely potential for that. No, I totally agree with you. And I also think the more teams, the better. Again, it was a great first year. Again, we're, we're getting delayed on the second year, but I, I can only see this thing growing, definitely. But what's on the cards for yourself now? Like, is, is head coach something else you want to, You don't know where you're going to go next? Yeah, I don't know. I got I got caught in this, uh, I don't know if you can see, with the beard and everything, with this uh, virus thing as well. Uh, um, uh, so... Um, I'm just looking around, seeing what the opportunities uh, are. The head coach, I would do, but I would also like it to be a place where uh, I would also like to find a club where, where where you can feel that you that the match is 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 good. So I would also not have a, a problem stepping down and being an, an assistant uh, coach again. Um, it's it's all. Um, it's all up in the air. It's also being a youth coach could also. It's also something that that would uh, speak to me. You know, the whole reason why I also came over here was to to give young Canadians um, a chance to to become professional and follow their dreams. And that's something that speaks uh, to me. And and so even a youth coach somewhere would would be appealing. So it's it's just a matter of finding the the right fit. So. You know, being able to be over here, you would have been able to watch a lot of the MLS over here. Looking at the MLS as a league, what do you think of MLS? Do you think of it being, you know, a very good t a very good league, you know, to be able to be a farm system for the Canadian Premier League, to have the Canadian Premier League franchises be able to grow these players and send them into MLS? Um, yes, obviously MLS has has grown a lot, and 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 the soccer being played there is, is also getting better by the year. And and uh, and now you see, at the beginning, you know, it, it was always the old stars that came over, and now but now you're seeing younger stars, like not 34 anymore. It's like maybe 28, and and sometimes a little bit younger getting coming over here. 
I tried to do. I played with one. Of, I played with one of the stars in in, uh, in Young Boys, uh, Martinez, from Atlanta. I played with him in uh, in in in, uh, in Young Boys. Uh, so uh, he was really good there as well, and, but he's doing phenomenal over here. So you, you can see some, maybe some similarities to 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 the um, to how good the league is. It's getting better, but at the same time, at the same time, you also saw that the gap between the Premier League and the MLS is is not that big. You know, on 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 any, on any given Sunday, um, a team from the CPL would 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 give uh, MLS team a hard game. Maybe over the course of the season it would be a different story, but um, those those cup games, I, I think the Canadian teams will be able, I think it, they won't, it, it will only make it harder for the MLS teams to uh, to beat the CPL teams. Um, so I, I think the gap is not that big. The biggest The biggest gap is probably the economics, right? Uh, yeah. So, so I think that's why here at the beginning that CPL may be uh, a, maybe maybe a bit more of a farm uh, teams for for the MLS. You would see maybe players come from for the CPL to the MLS, but over time maybe as the economics grow in, in Canada as well, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you start seeing uh, moves the other way as well. Yeah, I, I think they actually did the league right and. It, people like yourself as well, again, c- concentrating on youth and homegrown players, because it would have been very easy for them to get in, to, like you said, like get players at the tail end of their career and give them some money and hope that they put some money on the, uh, bring in some people on the gates. But like, from your point of view, like it was a very young league as well with a lot of Canadians and it was done well, wasn't it? I think it was done well. And, uh, and, and Pacific took a stand from, from, from the first day that they wanted, they wanted, to be young, they wanted to to, to do it this way, and uh, and but you saw a lot of young players uh, playing across the league, uh, doing an uh, an amazing uh, an amazing job, and 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 I think it's fine. You know, you, you have to to realize where you're at. You you can't come out uh, running a hundred miles an hour. You have to to be realistic. Um, but the league came out running, and and and. And you have to grow everything together, right? So you have to grow the fan culture, the the soccer, the the economics. You have to grow it all together. And 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 I think I think they're doing a doing a good job. Okay. Uh, well, I think this is we've we've come to the end. I'd just like to thank you very very much. We really really appreciate it, and we'll look forward to you popping up soon. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll see you in Canada. This won't be the last we'll see you in Canada anyway. Yeah, I hope not either. I, I, I loved it over here, so uh, it felt very welcome. And, and uh, Canadians have been so very friendly to us. So nothing but positive things from uh, from here. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, in, in, in football, you never know. You always say you, you always see each other more than once. Okay, all right. Well, thanks very much and take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much.